listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and a creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at bhurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is make the middle matter. So much is made of beginnings. They're our best chance to invite a reader into our story and our best chance at making a good impression. And so much is made of endings, too. That's the magical final note quavering on the air as the story closes. What about the middles? I think the middles of stories and novels deserve a little more love. It's the middle, after all, that is the bulk of a story, that has to do the heavy lifting. It's the middle that carries the burden of development and escalation and transitioning from one scene and one shift to the next. Middles deserve a lot more credit for how they carry a story forward and contain the people that we become invested in as readers. This week, I'm thinking about the messy middle of your story and my story, and I want you to think about it too. The middle can often feel like a slog. When we only care about having a great beginning and a killer ending, it really shows. Instead, we need to think about the middle as a place where our story shifts and swerves, It's the crucial time of transformation when the story we thought we were reading comes to resemble something else. One of my favorite book middles is E.M. Forster's A Passage to India. This classic novel of British colonialism is broken into three sections, mosque, cave, and temple. The book is bracketed by two different important religious spaces in, in India, In the middle is the place of testing, trial, and transformation that the novel hinges on. In the Marabar Caves, a British woman is assaulted by a stranger, but her assumption of who the offender is will turn everything we thought we knew about the British characters on their head. While we believe ourselves to be generally sympathetic to the serious, thoughtful, sensitive, and romantic British characters, It's in this thorny middle that we see their loyalties tested and their deep-seated racism exposed. We're left wondering who we can sympathize with, if anyone, and whether the exercise of this novel is to give us a marriage plot in an exotic location, or if its aims are far deeper and more ambitious. The novel is willing, ultimately, to tackle the deep poison at the root of the tree of the British Empire. But that crucial shift happens in the middle. The characters go from one version of themselves to another, truer, deeper, and darker one. The story has exposed them. This week, think about writing a scene of your work in progress where things change, somewhere in the middle. Make sure your character walks into a room and walks out of it with something completely different about themselves or the situation. Let your middle get the love that it deserves. This week's reading recommendation is uh, an unusual one. It's a, a collection of ancient poetry, actually, called First Buddhist Women, collected by Susan Murcott. This is a, a collection of poetry that's believed to be some of the earliest writings of Buddhist nuns, writing shortly after, or maybe even during the time of the historical Siddhartha Buddha. Uh, It's tremendously moving to see the the writings of deeply religious women having their say and explaining 
why they became nuns, what sort of households and, uh, and deeply troubled situations they were fleeing from, and why the ascetic life as a nun might actually be a form of liberation for women at the time. There's tremendous beauty in this poetry and deeply felt sentiments that I think feel surprisingly contemporary. I couldn't recommend this highly enough, even if you're not particularly interested in Buddhism. There's a lot here about the lives of women and why the choice of, of the, uh, becoming a nun might actually be a profound choice for, of liberation for some. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.